0: Just real quick, you don't have to preach, okay? <laughs> this is my lovely wife, Thrupp. and she. Nice to meet you all. Yes, and so um, it's a, it, we're so thankful to be here, um, Pastor Dr. Henry and Jackie. Thank you for having us, and Pastor Cindy. God bless you guys, and thank you. And you know, we've known you guys so long; you are family. So. Amen.
1: absolutely I, I think it is very refreshing <clears throat> excuse me very refreshing to see a body of people that are that put the word at as a preeminence in their lives you know you meet so many christians that they don't even know one verse and i think it's it's so important to sit in a body where you're being taught the word line upon line, upon line, amen. where you're being taught that the word is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path, where amen. the word will take preeminence, and it will begin to work in your life, in your relationship. You know, you don't have to be an evangelist, but you know what? You need the word to build a marriage, Amen. right? You need the word to build children. Amen. You amen. need the word to build your business, amen? Amen. You need your, the, the word to go to work every day. Amen. Amen. So, <laughs> no, no, no go ahead. sorry. No, this is good. He knows better than not to hand me the mic. <laughs> I know.
0: I'm going to receive an offering from my wife right
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to say, and, I, and I'm not elevating man. I'm just saying how important it is that you have been planted in this church. So stay planted. Because you know what? What A plant will not grow without roots. And right here, you will get roots and you will be watered. Yeah. Probably rebuked, which maybe some of you need. But you know, <laughs> we need to welcome rebuke. Amen. Why? Because that's what really will grow you. You need to welcome correction. Why? Because that's what really, really will grow you. Co- you know, if, when me and, and Darren are flying and we're going to go to Hawaii and he goes one degree off, he doesn't just sit there and go, Well, why aren't we making it the right? Why aren't we going to the right direction? Why are we going the wrong direction? He corrects. Amen. Amen. He corrects his coordinates. Unless you correct your coordinates, you're going to go in a trajectory of a direction that you may not like 30 years from now or even 10 years from now. Amen? Amen. So always remember, co- co- uh, coordinates and trajectory. Yes. Amen. So what you're doing today, you're going to be doing tomorrow. And whatever you're doing tomorrow is going to affect you five years from now, 10 years from now. I've now lived long enough to see some stuff. I've seen some people. Hey. I know what I know I know what happened to you. I know what you did 15 years ago and I know how you turned out like this. Yeah. You did you, <laughs> you weren't willing yeah. to be corrected. Yeah. Hello. No. <laughs> no. It's okay, hun. No, 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 no. Come on up. Come on up. Come on up. <laughs> so so the word of, the word of the Lord today is embrace correction. Embrace it. Say can I have another?
0: Can I have another?
1: (laughs) Can I have another? Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for welcoming my husband. I appreciate it.
0: I stand to be corrected. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Amen. Sometimes I wish he didn't speak English anymore. (laughs) No, no, no. That's my lovely wife. She is my business partner my ministry partner, my friend, right, my confidant, my lover, the mother of our wonderful children, and I get to call her my wife. Oh, and I forgot the other title, my girlfriend. For 34 years, I've been kissing that beautiful face, amen. I tell her this, honey, when we grow old, I'm going to love every wrinkle on your body, and I'll know wherever one of them is, amen. I'm going to keep him and Dory, that's right. Praise God. Let me tell you something. One thing is certain. You are going to get older, but you can arrive in class. Amen? Amen? Amen. Come on. We moved to Orange County, and I don't even know what's real there. True story. I just look in the morning, and I, I go in the mirror, this is real. I can count on this. I can, even though I still color it. But it's still the real thing. Anyway, I'm so grateful for leaders, pastors that will stand on God's word, that will know the move of Holy Spirit, and that will align us according to truth. See, the person that can't take correction is a person that will never succeed. The ditch of failure is filled with people that cannot withstand correction, adjustment, alignment rebuke oh that's an old greek word none of us like rebuke amen it's a good thing because it brings health and well-being into our lives see the pastor that never corrects you and i is a pastor that truly doesn't love us amen yeah how do you know those pastors have you ever played this game hide the thimble Okay, I'm old now. You know, hide the thimble. Please, somebody help me. Hide the thimble. Well, it was a game we played when we went to grandma's house, the little sewing nimble. And so to keep us rowdy kids busy, she would hide it and we'd have to go find it, right? And then we got cookies. Yeah. You ruined my joke. But I'll continue anyway. What I was going to say is a pastor that doesn't care for you, you can play hide the offering plate. And they're long gone. There's a difference between a hireling and a sent one. An ordered one. An assigned one. How do you know them? By their fruit. See, they'll stick by you closer than a brother when no one else will. They'll be in the game with you when all around you is being uh, diminished and ruined. They'll encourage you with the word when you have no encouragement within yourself. See, they're in for the long haul to see you reach the high prize in the call of Christ. That's true men and women of God. I've been able to meet a few of them in my life. I really have. And I've been so blessed and enriched. But I'll tell you, when you find them, stick to them like glue. They're valued treasure. And we don't say that for any other reason because it is the truth. You may say, how do you know? Because if you've seen my itinerary over the last few months, I've been preaching in the highways, byways, and cuckooville. Okay? That's up by Porterville. No, anyways. <laughs> I'm, Pastor, you have to help me. I, I've been going into places I feel like I should wear a catcher's mask. Or maybe a goalie's mask. I've been flagged, flogged, and you name it. I'm telling you. There's times I, I like turning on karate. like <laughs> Just to protect myself from the charismatic whiplash of flags and craziness. I I felt like I had been going to church with Tinkerbell and Pinocchio, okay? (laughs) It's like Disneyland. Yeah. Let me tell you something. You can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can't fool God's people all the time. God's people don't need to be wound up They don't need to have all the fairy dust. They don't need to have angel sprinkle dust. They just need the word of God and the Holy Ghost to show up and show himself mighty so us as the world can come into his glorious redemption. Do you hear me? There's something about the anointing that's real, tangible, touchable. There's something else that's taught. I don't even know what you call it, but it is not the real deal, baby. Why? The burden's not removed and the yoke's not destroyed when you go back to the parking lot. The only thing empty is your pocketbook. Oh, man, that's the introduction. Jackie said she'd only come to church if I just unwound. I'm like a hound dog finding a coon. I kid you not. I'm still about that much hillbilly. Trust me. God's working on it. But he hadn't got it kind resolved just yet, okay? What am I saying? I love to be around authentic people of God. Do you hear me? There is a difference. There is a difference. So protect what God has given you, celebrate how unique you are in this region, and let the world know that there is a God that's willing to touch them and help them and redeem them. Let them know the Holy Spirit is real, and He's ready to infill them and direct and guide them in all their endeavors. Amen? It is real. It is right. And we need it in our time. Praise the Lord. Just lift your hands right now. Father, thank you for this assembly of brothers and sisters. Thank you for this time that you're here and among us. We ask, Holy Spirit, that you would teach us, develop us, encourage us, align us, so that we can fulfill your purposes in the earth, that your light will so shine amongst men that they will know there's a God of Israel that's ready to reach and save that which is lost. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Believe it or not, I'm Baptist. No, I'm teasing. It used to be. We were on the way in, Pastor, and... um, we heard uh, my wife was playing Amazing Grace with Darlene Check. That's another level. I kid you not. Anyway, um, and I said to my son, I said, man, I remember this song. We had a gentleman by the name of Henry, just an older guy at the very back, and he had a real gruff voice, and he go, Brother Don Loveless, pray number 308. That's how you had praise and worship in those kind of churches, country churches. You don't know what 308 is. That's the page number in your hymnal. It was a Baptist church. They flip it over there, and we just sing what the next person, "Brother, Don Loveless, how would you like to go to a church where your pastor's loveless?" Imagine that. <laughs> we had to be there for the right reason. Anyway, watch this. The next person step up, Could we sing like 128?" And that's how we had praise and worship. I know this sounds like a long, long time ago. It wasn't so far ago. Anyways, I remember hearing Henry sing it, and he always would sing the bass line, right? And, and then he had an echo to him. So if you sang and was the leader and you said this line, he would echo it like a quarter of a second later. So it was like built-in reverb. Anyway, okay. I guess I should move on. That's right, I'm a hillbilly. That's right. But in the Baptist church, we were talking, and we said this. Do you remember they would show up? We would never hear a message about prosperity, about healing, about restoration. We only heard a message of salvation. And they were excited every Sunday to get to worship God at that level of revelation of the kingdom. What have we lost on the journey? What have you given up that God gave you when you first started? What things do you need to go and recover? Because they are so priceless when he delivered them to you. Don't forget the things God has implanted into you, developed in you. They're there for a reason and a purpose. Psalm 65, I had this verse. Usually it comes to me at the first of the year. And, and I started meditating on this the other day again. 6511, you crown the year with your goodness, the word means bounty, and your footsteps drop prosperity behind them. What an incredible promise. And then I started to look at headline news. And I went, dear God, you couldn't have missed it. How is it with everything going on globally, everything that's happening in people's lives? Where is the crown of this year? And I started to really, really press in on that. And he brought me back to several verses. And some of these I'm going to share with you in just a moment. But watch this, the other part. Your footsteps drop prosperity. See, we as Christians sometimes get disappointed. You agree. I know not you, the person sitting next to you, right? You get a little bit discouraged. Right? Let's be truthful. Just look forward. You start wondering: God, am I enough? Where have I messed up? What did I not do? The reason being is you and I are able to look into the promises of God and see what we should have. And don't possess. Do you agree? The world calls that a glass ceiling. We can see what God has for us. We know it's available. We've pursued it with all of our heart at times. But for whatever reason, we can't bust through. Just hang on to that thought. Because you're like so many. I taught a message one time. It was really popular. When faith disappoints. (laughs) we all know faith never disappoints. But I've been in a place where I exhibited faith. I stood on the word. I believed, calling those things to be not as though they were. And in the moment, I didn't see a shift. Maybe we shouldn't live in the moment. Maybe we should be more eternal. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. But I got good news. The glass ceiling is going to break. There is a time of breakthrough. You remember Chuck Yeager. Let me take you there. 1947. Chuck Yeager was a test pilot. And he was the first pilot to break the sound barrier. And I caught a glimpse one time of an interview. And here's what he was describing. I can't use all of his words. It was some time ago when I saw it. But he said, Right before I bust through the sound barrier, My cockpit, I thought, was going to come loose. Things were shaking to such a violent magnitude. I thought the plane was coming undone. I'm paraphrasing some of his words. And he said, all I could do was just hang on with all of his skill set, with all of the previous test flights, all of the aircraft this man had been in to prepare him for this day. And his world is coming unglued. Have you ever felt like Jaeger? You've done everything in Bible school. You've been every time the church doors were open. You stayed late to help pastor. And your world is being shaken, it's baking, and coming unglued while you're still doing what's right. I present to you on the other side of the shaking the most turbulent times of your life, the times your faith are being rattled, the times you say, God, am I enough? God, can I hang on? And God, where am I not believing? The turbulence of your enemy is going to shake you from the inside out. But the good news is, God is on your side. On the other side of the turbulence is smooth sailing, record-setting, history-making faith that will take you the distance. Give God a hand clap. I'm about ready to go TD in here. I feel like a pregnant woman in transition during your praise and worship. I'm shaking right now. Feel like I got an earthquake starting somewhere in there. I don't know in your praise and worship whether I should just go and cry. Should should I just laugh or should I just do laps around the church? My wife probably say, "Do laps. You need to lose some weight." If you come into this building and you you can't feel God, you could be the Antichrist. I'm, get, I'm just going to preach like I'm at home. That's why I only have two people in my congregation, Caleb and Drop. <laughs> but I'm telling you, God is getting ready to bust you forward and through. I was on my way to Hollywood a few weeks ago to preach in a church I'd never been at. Wackadoodle church, man. Wackadoodle. Anyway. It's like, God, what did I do? Why do I keep getting my car thrown over there? Anyways, I'm thankful for the entire unique body of Christ. And and I'm on my way, and God speaks to me. Now imagine, I'm supposed to preach after, there's like five people or eight people that day. I'm like, God, what am I doing? And I'm being obedient, I'm growing. My wife's in Iceland, my son has a friend from Iceland, and I'm all alone, praying in the car. That BMW starts getting quick and about That's the fast track. Amen. Watch this. and God speaks this into my spirit. Darren, the glass ceiling that frustrates my people will break when their high praises, when their high praises arise my spirit will descend with force Amen. and I will be among my people and I will inhabit the praise of my people. See, praise is gonna take us where worship can't, sister. Do you get me? Worship's great, but praise and high praise, it lead, it's out, you will go nuts in high praise. Yeah, you will start singing stuff you don't even understand. Just turn to your neighbor and say, the lyrics are coming. I'm telling you, some of you may need to just go alone because you'll look like a fool. Just go out somewhere all alone and get up into high praise with God. Forget what is literally challenging you in life and start grabbing a hold of what will resolve the issues of life, the high praises of his people. Is it possible that if we use the metaphor of Chuck Yeager, the turbulent times was his high praise, if you will, was meeting opportunity, meeting future, meeting eternal value. Is it possible? He created something for all of us to follow. Broke the sound barrier. People said it couldn't be done. One man risked his life, an aircraft, to tempt it. What will you try when they say it's impossible? What will you believe for when the doctor says it will always be? Whew. That young man is sitting where he's at because I knocked her off of her seat one day in service. Under the anointing, of, I don't recommend this. I was, I was about 10, 10 levels of this, and we were having a problem getting conception, pregnant. We were trying everything, Pastor. Pastor. It just was not working. It was fun, but it wasn't working. <laughs> True story. I'm like, my goodness. Having to have counseling sessions by a pastor. It's like, what else can we do? And one day, I literally said, in the name of Jesus, and I quoted a verse and I, about like this level of blessing. And I, remember? She's like, don't example it again. <laughs> yes, dear. I understand. No. And I went in the name of Jesus, receipt. And I hit her and knocked her right out here. Is that true? Pretty much. Hit her one time with a golf club on accident. We won't talk about that one. She didn't get pregnant, but I almost ended up with a black eye. And, and I quoted the very verse that she had been speaking to God about in her bedchamber, in her closet. I didn't even know it. I said, and now you'll receive strength to conceive the seed. How many of you have a word that is going to challenge impossibility? Going to challenge the opinion of a doctor? Going to challenge the insight of a banker? How many of you have a word that will challenge your present credit profile? Keep believing. Calling those things that be not as though they were. And you will have what you say. Give God a hand clap. Now the result, son, stand stand up. It's not too bad. One slap, shabam, shabam. True story. A few months later, my wife was pregnant. And we gave birth to Caleb. See, what you don't know about the story is we had also lost a child before him. We had tried and we had believed. But when God says, it will surely come to pass. You can take it to the bank. Amen? So the goodness of God, and watch, as I said earlier, in his steps is prosperity. We can't expect to have God level of prosperity if we're not following God. Because the world prosperity comes with turmoil and trouble and failures and destruction. But God's prosperity comes with this, His goodness, His favor. It's fine, good, pleasant, pleasing, pleasurable, precious, ready, sweet, wealth, and welfare. Have you ever heard the song, Is Good With My Soul? That's welfare. Not the thing the government sends. When God sends it on down, oh, it's welfare, right? Praise God. The word crown means to encompass, encircle or seal, get this in your heart, and set on top. So as I've been looking into this year and as I observed the markets and the economy and I observed geopolitical risk and issues around the world, I'm always asking God, how did you crown this year? And he answered me back. Real simple. It's not over yet. I'm like, wow. Knowing what I know in the natural, knowing what I know because of headlines, and that's our problem, we need heart lines instead of headlines. Right? We need his lines to change our heart line to renew our headline. Say that three times, you're a Pentecostal. Watch. Because sometimes we logically try to figure God out. We systematically try to break God's plan apart. We try to figure out by time when he's going to do what he does. And Satan was no different. He tried to calculate God. He tried to move ahead of God. But he was never on the inside with God. But you are. You know the times and seasons. Yeah. And so where is the crowning of this year? It's still to come. Like Chuck, turbulence is happening all around you and I. But God is more than able. Smooth sailing ahead. All we need is a good Q3 and a good Q4. And it can change everything. All you need is be in the right place at the right time. Go to the right lunch with the right person. I went one time to lunch and ended up with a mortgage company. I didn't even ask for it. The couple gave it to him. Like, God said, take this. And I'm like, why? Right? It's a true story. Once it touched my hands, I knew why. God was using me to remove their burden. I knew how to dissolve it, how to make it work peacefully so everybody was taken care of. See, what is it that God wants to do with you? Don't let your head be consumed with headlines. But let your heart be overwhelmed with heaven's lines. Amen? Praise Jesus. Moving on. The virtue of God is used to set a year in motion. Think about that. God's virtue crowns and sets our calendar in motion. You may say, but Darren, I've had year after year of disappointment. Disappointment. Well, you're qualified for year after year perpetual blessing. Amen? One time we were being hit on all sides, Pastor. I looked at drop and I said, who else is going to call and ask for money? They might as well just keep coming. Because I was far out of it already. Amen? Then my brain shifted and went, well, if they keep coming asking for it, that means God's going to keep giving it to me. So then I changed my speech, became very faith-based. And I said, is that all you got? Is that all you got? Take your best shot. And then somebody in the world came out with that song. We're the boys from the South. She got it. (laughs) Is that all you got? I used to sing that before I'd preach. Really, it became a revelation to me. When you understand greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world, you'll say, is that all you got? Amen. It's almost like jail rock. Anyways, but put this in your notes. Faith looks beyond the absence of health, wealth, provision, and sees the promise still in motion. See, it's easy to exhibit faith when everything's working right. It's easy to exhibit faith when your wife smiles at you in the morning. It's easy to exhibit faith when your husband brings a paycheck home, right? It's easy to exhibit faith when you get the business deal, you're in high favor. Everybody likes you. It's easy to be in faith in those moments. But can you muster faith when everything goes against you? When your Job moment is upon you, can you still stand? Can you still lift your hands and praise the Lord? Can you still show up on time? One thing I like about pastors is on time to them is five minutes before. I like that. Sometimes 10 if they're feeling really good. But it's a true story. I like that. Can you still do what's right when the world around you is living on what's wrong? Can you? Of course you can. Because of the Spirit of God within. The Word that's been hidden in your heart propels you towards the promise. Faith looks beyond what is status quo and sees an immense immense promise of God. Not of this world, but from the heavenly host and heavenly world. It sees something far greater. See, you have to look death in the eyes and say, devil, I'm not dying today. I about died with COVID uh, this last summer. And I remember every day I would put Darlene Check on my chest and I would listen to praise and worship. And the next thing I'd put on my chest for an hour was healing scriptures. I did that three times a day. My wife showed up in Colorado where I was being cared for. She opened the door. She looked at me. She went, oh, my God, you look like Steve Jobs. That's how bad I looked. Oxygen levels at 84. What flew out of my mouth was, honey, it's all right. Jesus already healed me. We've been talking. Yeah. I was healed. And she said, that's right, Mr. Goodman. And it's going to happen at the doctor's office at the hospital. She took me to the hospital. See, you've got to call things that be not as though they were. I have a woman of faith that's alongside me. And she knows how faith and wisdom operate. They saved my life. They gave me oxygen. And the whole time I was thanking God. You are my healer. By your stripes, we are healed. Amen. They put me in the best hospital. They knew I was showing up. Pastor Henry, they put scriptures on the wall. I thought, praise the Lord. I had a view out over a nice meadow. I'm thinking, praise. I had an open menu. I'm like, this is heaven almost. After I got totally healed and out of my psychosis, my wife said, no, Darren, it was an Advent hospital. They care for people like that. I'm like, oh, I just thought the priest was coming by because I was a Christian. When they wheeled me in there, I said, I want you to know I'm a Christian. They uh, we are certain of that. Yeah. Don't be giving me nothing I didn't ask for. No, 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 we're not. Did I tell you I was a Christian? Yes, we know. Okay. Okay. It's in my medical file now, praise the Lord. (laughs) This guy will raise up from the dead and slap you if you give him something. (laughs) I get lost when I'm here, man. (laughs) Henry's like, yeah, I know. I'm trying to find you, Darren, still. (laughs) You used to be my golfing buddy and you went on a walkabout. (laughs) Yes. What is my title? crowned in victory okay see moving on and our mental disposition must be fresh faith ever-increasing mentality and bold to declare his victory you have to be bold when you're looking death in the eye I mean, come on, if we're going to go out, let's go out declaring God's promises. If I'm a, My next breath is knocking on the pearl gate. Guess what? I'm not going to beg. Oh, would you please be Peter? I'm going to say, Peter, I'm coming home, baby. Amen. Open it up. Why? I'm believing all the way through the ground to heaven. Amen? Why? Because we're people of faith, not unbelief. Moving on. Faith is an an unmatched force that pushes back on the powers of darkness. Present is the powers of darkness want you to cave in when it pushes back. We must form a resistance within us. that we say, sorry, the word says. As for me and my house, we're serving the Lord. Amen. We serve a higher government. Oh, yeah. On the governments of the man we serve, everything, all government was placed upon him. Thank you very much. Amen? Yeah. I'm a king's kid. Therefore, I have rights and privileges. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Praise the Lord. This is so good. I want to watch my own video later. Psalms <laughs> 104. I got all my notes from Henry. He said, it's okay, Darren. You can, you can glean from my junk mailbox. It's okay. These other ones are for me. It's like, okay, thank you, Pastor. Thank you. I'm just so grateful that you'd give me your notes. I'm telling you, I like this guy. When I was in Bible school, the first time I met him, I'm telling you, it was a hard day. It was a hard day in Fullerton. He was preaching on tithes and offerings, and I just had to write a big check to the IRS. I'm like, (laughs) I don't want to hear this message. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. No, 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 no. (laughs) I'm going to rebel. (laughs) And then my wife reached down between my legs, like, I mean, like right here, and started to pinch me. Well, I don't need Holy Spirit. I got her. She like, and I'm wiggling. He's probably thought I had a devil. <laughs> no, it's drop. <laughs> and she's like, you're going to go out to the car and get your checkbook. I'm like, no, I'm not. You know, when you're trying to smile and it hurts so bad. <laughs> like, no, I'm not. She goes, yes, you are. You're going to write a check. I'm like, no, I'm not. He's like, yes, you are. And then the Holy Spirit got involved, and I said, Yes, dear, I'm on my way. <laughs> True story. But that message will change your life. We are living proof of it. You can never outsow the kingdom of God. Every seed sown, He takes an account, He credits it to you and your faithfulness. And guess what? It comes back to you pressed down. Shaking together, running over, and it doesn't say angels will give, it says men shall give under your bosom. So you hear me? And that's just not for preachers. No. Hey, you guys, it says men shall give under your bosom. You men need to be walking in the world. Look at my bosom. It's wide open. Men shall give under my bosom. Why? They're fulfilling the covenant of God in the earth. It gets deep. That's why you need to go to Bible school. I'm serious. It gets deep. They are fulfilling God's covenant in the earth. Heathens are fulfilling God's covenant in the earth concerning you, a believer. He's crowning your year with victory. Do you hear me? Amen. Your crown's no good in the cupboard. That's another thought. Anyways. 100 verse 4. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be thankful to Him and bless His name. See, ungrateful attitudes can't enter His gate. Ungrateful attitudes can't enter His gate. When you're ungrateful, don't think you deserve anything other than a swift kick in the butt. An ungrateful attitude will close the windows of heaven over your life. It will shut up the rivers of blessing that flow to you. An ungrateful attitude can get you fired. Quick. Should. So if an ungrateful attitude can do that, how much more a grateful attitude? An attitude of gratitude, they say. Can you be thankful for the little? If So you'll be thankful and ruler over much. If you can be thankful for the morsel, you'll get the whole loaf. Amen? Yeah. Mm. Let me go on. Can you take a little bit more? Oh man. It's nine o'clock somewhere on the planet. Watch this. How you enter determines what you leave God's presence with. How you enter determines what you leave God's presence with. Yeah. Look at the verse, enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with worship. So what it says? Praise. It says praise. praise. Is it possible and worship has its place. It's vital and important. But so does praise. Is it possible the body of Christ is getting ready to pivot or transition? into a place of praise and high praise in our mouth with a two-edged sword in our hand. They do two different things, both vital and needed, but there's times you got to praise your way out. Amen? Declare your way out. And also, this is from my wife, work your way out. Amen? Thus says the Lord, get a job. That's from my wife's notes. I didn't, it's just hers. Yeah. When we were and the little girls come to him, you know, Pastor John, I just need to know if he's the right one. Shut it up, does he have a job? Does he have credit? What's his financial look? Have you ran a criminal report on? It? So they're like, I didn't ask that, he's cute. Cute will die early. She was rough. So they always say, "Uh, Pastor, can we make an appointment with you? Are you available? I always wanted to say no and then just sit outside of her office and just laugh. What is it? Sometimes we don't want to hear the truth. But remember, friend, it's the truth that sets us free. Amen? Amen. Not speculation, not opinion, not what we want all the time, but the truth has the power to set us free. Amen? thanksgiving unlocks the gate praise is the expression when airing God's courts can you enter God's courts with praise and thanksgiving can you be thankful for where you're at knowing that you're not going to be living here long you're on a journey can you enjoy I like Joyce says can you enjoy the journey I had to learn that the hard way and I went yes I can and I love the journey now you know some people want a straight path Mine has been exciting. It's an adventurous path. It kind of goes like this at times. and I get to see a lot of territory. Amen? But as long as God's with you, what does it matter? Amen? As long as God is saying, hey, just a little further, a little higher, I'm with you, what does it matter? Amen? The easy path isn't always the best path. Yeah? That's good preaching right there. Faith and word keep our attitude and mentality perfectly aligned for God's miracle and his promises. Psalms 103 verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Forget not all his benefits. And the one thing the world is wanting you to do is forget God and all of his benefits. See, they have another system they want you to sign up for. Right? They have another way and system they want you to be a partaker or partner with. But to the believer, we say, no, sorry, we are partnering with God and we're going all the way with Him. Amen. Imagine the children of Israel. They're looking at the sea, they're looking at their enemy behind them. What are they going to do? Take a vote? No. Thank God for leadership. The man of God spent time with God and comes back and raises his hands. And they walk on dry land. Can you endure a little longer to make it to the other side? The turbulence you feel is about ready to subside. And you're going to go straightway into smooth sailing. Chuck said on the other side of the turbulence was the smoothest air he had ever encountered. You pilots love this stuff, I know. To us, this is like a steak, man, with lobster. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. You get in turbulence in an airplane, and you're the one flying it. It's like, oh, God. One moment your brain says, oh, I'm going to die. Next moment you're like, God, this is fun. (laughs) Everything comes along. You know what, men, put this in your notes. Believe God for this. It's the only place you'll never have a backseat driver. (laughs) Love that one. I love it, it's crazy. I get in my car. I go down, flying down the road, and I keep getting this this leg tap. It's like a built-in cruise control. But in the plane, it's crazy. Holy Spirit steps in, and she's like. It's amazing. No backseat drivers in the air. It's a great thing. Continually remind yourself of His promises and His benefits. i got to get crack-a-lacking. 2 John 1.8 says this. Look at yourselves. Stop looking at your neighbors. Stop judging yourself by your neighbor. Stop judging yourself by other brothers and sisters, other ministries and ministers. Judge yourself according to the Word of God and the purpose He called you to. Amen? Amen? Only that. And you know when you're making it, and you know when you're breaking it. Amen? So just make a navigational change and shift. I'm telling you, the way of the righteous is always realigning, staying on coordinates. So you can get blown, but as long as you know which way your way of flight is, you can come right back on path. Amen? I want to be around people that even though they get blown off course, they quickly readjust. They can pivot they can shift. Why? When you pivot and shift, you open up blessing for others following. Does that make sense? I got to get you some more stuff in you. You don't quite understand yet. Self-appraisal and personal navigation is the way of the righteous. Full reward mindset. Arrest, just enough mentality. One thing I've gotten free from is just enough. I almost don't like that statement. If I was the president of the United States, I should be. And watch this. The number one thing I would get rid of day one, executive order, I would get the biggest, biggest pin and it would be like, just enough. It'd be taken out of every book. God does not want you to live in just enough, barely get by, wondering what's going to happen next. God wants you to come into plenty, more than enough, overflow, rivers of blessing, channels of revenue coming to you. Increase wherever you go. Amen? God wants you to be so amply supplied, you have to give it away. Amen? How cool would that be? I mean, how cool would that be? When we started our first dinner, I was on a cardboard box with a towel draped over it. We had absolutely nothing but a lot of love. Yeah. Imagine that. My wife couldn't even speak English when I met her. That took faith to draw good pictures, to convince her I was the man. That's right. Leonardo da Vinci. But what's this. The pictures I drew, they were so profound. A chicken, an egg, and a pig. You may say, what? If you were going to breakfast, what would you want? A chicken, a pig, and an egg. Right? She said, yes. You single men might want to try that. It worked for me 34 years ago. Man, you should see our pictures now. Anyways, but get rid of just enough. This mentality will rob you of God's best. Not saying you won't make it to heaven. Not at all. It's not about that. One time in Iceland, I was in an interview. Their interviews there go like two hours at night. I mean, you know, it's eleven o'clock and they're still asking you questions in the middle of the night. And uh, they asked me, Well, Mr. Goodman, what do you think about this prosperity gospel? I didn't know there was any other gospel, but okay, let me answer this one. And so my lightning fast, a hillbilly mine, wanted to give them a moonshine shot. But anyways, said, I'm glad for the gospel that prospers. Aren't you glad the blood of Jesus Christ isn't bankrupt and is still remitting sin? Generation after generation, it's endowed of redemption. Aren't you glad the prosperity gospel is still blessing us and blessing us and blessing us? I'm so glad heaven isn't bankrupt so there wouldn't be much hope for me. Now moving on, (laughs) what are you going to say? We've got to understand the world thinks a certain way. The world will perceive things a certain way right? It's okay when their people win. It's okay when they get the big pay increase, the big houses, the nice cars, and all of the lavish lifestyle. But it's something else when a believer like you gets it. Amen? But get ready, because we're going to change some headlines. When God starts to bless His people, look out. When God starts to part some Red Sea for you and all of His family, look out. Amen? And you guess what? You just have to say, isn't the Lord good? The blood of Jesus is rich for all that call upon his name. Amen. Second Corinthians 4, 18. While we look not at the things which are seen, circle that, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, circle that. That's where most Christians live in a temporal world, temporal world like Madonna, a material girl. That's where they live. Living in a temporal world. Living. You know the song? Material. (laughs) But the things which are not seen are eternal. Which one would you rather live from? An eternal flow or a temporal one? The temporal one comes with chaos, turbulence, shifting, trends. You never measure up. And just about the time you get there, you got to start all over again. But the eternal world is for many generations, a constant flow, always available. We could use this world word endowed. The temporal world is not endowed. The eternal world is endowed Amen. with God's goodness, his greatness, and his provision and promise for you. Amen. Can you take just a little bit more? I'm, I'm over time, just a little. Watch this. Keep in view the eternal value while living in a temporal world. Regulate your mind by greater promises, insight, rewards, and go beyond what this life has to offer. Keep in view daily your eternal hope and purpose. If you ever lose sight of your purpose, you're starting to die. Keep view of your purpose. It will invigorate you, give you purpose and meaning. And you know what? You'll be able to change your day to a glorious day. I don't have bad Mondays. Every day is good. I don't have bad days. I wake up and I purpose to be in a pretty good mood. It's rare. On occasion, I'll wake up and she'll say, what's wrong with you? Nothing, I just need my latte. But those are rare. Because I purposed to be a person that understands my eternal value, my purpose in the earth, and that every day I'm going to live to the glory of God. I may not be perfect. He's perfect. But I'm going to try to live in God's promise daily. Can you do that with me? Amen. Praise the Lord. Never allow your eyes to fixate on the temporal and what surrounds you. James 1, 12, blessed is the man and woman who remains steadfast under trial. For when he or she has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life which God has promised to those who love him it's promised friend it's beyond the turbulence smooth sailing gate flying open amen yeah second peter 1:10 therefore brothers be all the more diligent to make your calling and election sure in a time where people don't know who they are what they are god's saying make your calling and election certain I can tell you right now, God did not mess it up. DNA is perfect as it is. God knows how he created you, how he wired you. He knows how to adjust you. Sometimes you just need to trust him. He knows what he's doing concerning you. Amen? You don't have to know everything. Just be all in with God. That's right. Does that make sense? Okay. Man, if I look back over this... 25 years of my life, (laughs) I could have never calculated what God has done with us, where he sent us, what he did with our children. I could have never calculated that. My job was to believe, to be the spiritual head of the home, to cast vision when it was difficult, to believe when there was not much there, and to call things that be not as though they were. And it's been a glorious endeavor and an awesome trip. Galatians 6 9, we'll stop right here. And let us not grow weary, I think Pastor said this early, of doing good. For in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Is your due season here? Is your due season here? Yes. Yes. Amen. See, let us learn to look beyond the present turmoil, challenge, chatter, and let us hang on to a promise that goes beyond. A promise that goes beyond what you may even be capable of doing. Let us look beyond to a God that is more then enough. Can you do that? Jesus said, with the smallest amount of faith, you would say to this mountain, can you say that to your mountain? Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for our friends here. Our brothers and sisters, can I have some music? Father, thank you for those that are here, Lord, they're in the middle of turbulent times. Things are shaking all around them, Lord. But you crown their year with glory. You seasoned their day so they can celebrate. You are making a way, a rite of passage, which seems so impossible. And God, only you can do this. And this is why we hope and trust and place our entire faith in you. That you can do more than we ever ask or think. Thank you, Holy Spirit. If you're here right now and you want prayer, you're facing turbulent times in your life. You feel like you're coming unglued. Can I pray for you? Just come forward right now. It's not a sign of, of anything other than, you know what? You're in, you're in a moment where things are shaking. You're in a time that doesn't make sense to the promise inside of you. Some of you... You've literally, this church is the hook that keeps you going. It's the glue that literally, that welds your week together. You're on that thin of a rope. I want to pray with you. just, Pastor, Father, in the name of Jesus. Yeah, receive breakthrough, breakthrough. In the name of Jesus. Sister, it's shaking. It's twisted up. It's messed up. But God says, get ready. Smooth air is coming. Smooth sailing. I'm taking you higher and further than you ever thought. This is the time of your miracle. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. There it is. Receive that. Whew. There it is, sister. In Jesus' name. Yeah, just let, just let it go, sis. Focus on the problem, not the problem, the promise now. Now's the time of the manifestation of the promise. In Jesus' name. You've got a kind heart. And God says, straightway, I'm getting ready to elevate you, lift you up, and care for you. And I am going to turn this around concerning you. Yes, Lord. Bless her. Oh, bless him, Father, in Jesus' name. Yeah, Lord. (sighs) Never despise the day of small beginnings. Never. You have a promise, an assignment, and God is going to fabricate your heart to accomplish the vision. Stand, get rooted, and grounded. And watch God turn these things around concerning you. Be blessed. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, yes, Lord. There it is. Just let it go. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. receive. Your day of breakthrough is here. No more fretting. No worry. This is the time to praise and celebrate. The mighty hand of God is moving on your behalf. Yeah, Your breakthrough is here. It's here. It is here. In Jesus name. Thank you Lord. Yes Lord. Yes Lord. There you go. Isn't that cool stuff? Yeah. Isn't that cool? God loves you, ladies. God loves you. Yeah. He's got your back, sis. He's got your back. In the name of Jesus, be you released and set free. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Would you pray for these? Praise God. Sister, it's just the beginning. It's time. It's just the beginning. Do you hear me? This is your time. This is your time. Yeah. Release the weights that are trying to hold you down because now is the time. God's going to elevate you and promote you, release things to you. Don't fret. Don't look to the right or left, but get deep into God. Push forward in God, and he is going to make your way prosperous, and you're going to have good success. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name, bless our Father. In the name of Jesus. Bless her, Father. That's it. Just receive. Receive. God's got it all taken care of. All taken care of. It's all taken care of. God has it all worked out for you. I'm telling you, you're a blessed lady. You are a blessed lady. And I hear this word. More blessing is coming upon you in your home. Greater than you've seen in years past. God says, I'm not going to let you go out with just this. Get ready because I'm going to give it to you. Pushed down, shaken together, running over. You are a blessed lady. God says, and I will keep you in perfect peace. In Jesus' name. Yeah. There you go. In Jesus' name. Bless her, Father. Thank you for breakthrough, financial increase. Thank you, Jesus. Financial increase. Thank you, God. Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. You, Lord, do you, you need healing in your body? You. Oh well, receive Thank that. You. That's a word of the Lord. Thank Be God. healed Thank in you. Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Oh. Thank you, God. I love those miracles. My body oh. gets healed. In my pocketbook. <laughs> Come here, sister. I'm sure the power. Of God is about to knock, knock me off my feet. Receive Thank that. God's going to bless you. And restore you. And keep you. And heal you. And recover all for you. In Jesus' name. (laughs) Praise God. In Jesus' name, heal her. Help her, Father. Be blessed. Keep the promises in front of your face. Keep speaking boldly and declaring. And God will give you the desire of your heart.
1: I'm going to go ahead and dismiss the service. If you still want prayer please feel free, come up forward. We want to continue ministering to you, but I do want to release you and allow you to go get your children from Children's Church. So I know they're probably ready to go over there. So uh, thank you so much. Hope you enjoyed Pastor Darren. Uh, We will see you Wednesday night for P3. Please sign up uh, for the Memorial Day. Make sure you get your tickets. But if you still want ministry time, we're going to keep the music really low and we'll be down front ministering to you if you still need prayer for anything. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. See you Wednesday.